what's going on, my people? This is your boy Antoine Smithy Smith. Coming with the Sports Machine. Another episode. Episode 12. And I'm going to talk about the home team, the Atlanta Falcons. They're coming off their bye week off a big win, 38-14 over the Washington Redskins. And that marks the halfway point for them. They are 500 at 4-4. Four and, four. and hey, don't look now. They're still in the playoff race. They're still in the hunt for the NFC South. This is going to be a long climb, but the way they play Sunday, man, I think they may be able to pull it off. But this episode is going to be, you know, a little joint effort. I'm going to bring my boy Marlon Malcolm, big Atlanta Falcons fan, big Georgia Bulldogs fan on the show with me today. He's going to be with me in a moment. But for now... I'm going to just let y'all know. Whatever we say, don't take it personal because it's just our opinion. Everybody entitled to their opinion. So, hey, take a listen. If you don't like it, you can leave us a comment on Smitty Sports Machine, the fan page, or you can go to the Sports Machine Sports Group. That's on Facebook. When I drop this in the group, I know I'm gonna get some nasty feedback. But I don't care because I speak my mind and I don't run for competition when it comes to debating. But I tell you this: whether you like my opinion or not, whether I talk for or against the Atlanta Falcons, I am a diehard fan point blank period been a fan 30 years anything else y'all need to know hey I'll be free to I feel I will tell you but that's all I got to say right now I'm gonna be right back with my boy Marlon Malcolm he just like me he tell it like it is tell it like it should be and hey like I said y'all feel free to feed back but we're gonna take this quick break and we're going to be right back with Mr. Mal on the Smith Sports Machine. Be right back, folks. As I promised y'all, you know, I got to welcome in my boy, man, because uh, he know how I roll. So he going to give it to you raw and uncut just like I do. Let me welcome my boy in right quick, um, Mr. Marlon Malcolm. Hey, Marlon, right quick. We got to jump into it, man. Falcons coming off bye week, big win in Washington. Looked like a totally different team. Yes, the injuries are still there. But give me your thoughts right quick on, you know, how they played against Washington. Is this a good sign, you know, going forward? Right. 
Right. You know, those guys, those guys had fresh legs. And, you know, Tevin Coleman, you know, he's finally house one. I know you and I, we laugh about that all the time, how he, he gets caught from behind with shoestring tackles all the time. And he finally took one and, you know, and turned on the Jets and, well, you know, was able to get into the end zone untouched. But um, they, they really had it clicking and whatever they discussed in their game plan meetings for this game, it worked. And obviously next week against Cleveland, you're going to have to game plan a little bit differently, you know, because of personnel and scheme. But, you know, you, if, if we see something else that we can exploit against Cleveland, by all means, Steve Sarkeesian, you, you got to implement those plays, no matter if it's not one of your favorite plays to call, you got to call it based on your personnel. Right. And I think when coaches manage games based on their personnel, I think that they can be more successful other than, okay, I'm going to call these plays and you got to fit what I'm calling. So right. it, was, it was a very, very good win. And we saw a lot of energy. Um, I want to give a shout-out to the defense, though, because they came out early. Um, Adrian Peterson, what, the week before, he had, what, about 140? About 140 146, right. Yeah, so, you know, they probably expected that he would be able to, you know, gain some yardage on Atlanta's front seven, being that, you know, we haven't been that great against the run this year. So, you know, he he came out and we, I think we held him to nine carries for 17 yards on right. the game. So right. That, that's, that's great. That is great up front production from the front seven in stifling that run game because we all know when Adrian Peterson gets going, if you let him get a, get a lather, in a rhythm going, you know, he can really, really hurt defenses still right. at his age today. But um, I want to give a shout-out to them for, for actually stepping up and making plays when we need them most. Right. And let me give a quick shout-out to uh, the middle of that defensive line. And uh, Grady Jerry and Jack Crawford, uh, they've combined for seven sacks over the last three weeks. So they're really turning it on, and they're really finding, you know, finding what works for them. And if you watched the game yesterday, you know, they were getting out to the quarterback yesterday also, and they were very strong in the run game. So uh, that's a positive sign going forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I've said this on plenty of occasions, and Falcons fan, they, you know, jump on me, but like I said, I don't care. Uh, Matt Ryan is number one in the league. Uh, with eight games of uh, 350 yards, so he thrown. I'm sorry, seven games of 350 yards or more passing. Going forward, how much would the Falcons have to rely on his arm? That's fair. Mm-hmm. I'll say about sixty-five percent because with with Tim Coleman and Eo Smith running the way that they're running, I, I think that we we can stay balanced enough where he 
doesn't have to throw the ball 45 times a game. If, if Matt can stay around, I'd say about 35 throws tops per game, then, you know, we have a great chance to win games, you know, when it's like that. But when he when he gets, you know, above that 40 attempt mark, you know, it starts to get a little bit shaky sometimes depending on how our defense is playing. Right. And, you know, it really puts us in jeopardy for him to get sacked, you know. We all know that, you know, he, he isn't the most mobile guy, but he is pretty good at stepping up in the pocket and, and, and sidestepping when he gets that chance to. But, um, you know, the, the offensive line did a good job at uh, keeping him upright for the most part yesterday. They got to him a couple of times. You know, they, they got a couple of good young defensive linemen there in Washington with Jonathan Allen and Kerrigan and all those guys. So, you know, we did a good job, you know, having, you know, a couple of guys down on the offensive line on IR at blocking those guys. Yeah, that's true. Now, one person that uh, doesn't get the credit they deserve and uh, I think it's because he's young. But Demonte KZ, I can see that dude sticking around for the Falcons for a while. And when Ricardo Allen comes back, uh, I think it's going to be tough for Dan Quinn to sit him and keep him off the field. Now they have to, you know, worry about what they're going to do with that contract. Uh, is that going to be a problem for Atlanta when it's, you know, time for Allen to come back if KZ plays lights out the rest of the year. So I agree with you. I agree with your with your first point, and you know, KZ being a playmaker, a young playmaker, this guy, you know, he smells. He has a nose for the ball, and he's always around the ball, and he's always making plays around the ball. Right. Um. The second part, um, what I think you do is. I think you 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 bring KZ back next year, and I'm not gonna say necessarily let those guys compete in camp. But obviously, everybody competes in camp. But what you're gonna do is you you want to actually get those guys to kind of play together to see if those guys can mesh. Because I believe that KZ probably has the ability to possibly be a nickel corner. Maybe a nickel safety, you know. So right. I think he, I think he, he has some coverage skills. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't just, you know, part ways with him. He actually, just, he actually was a cornerback in college. So he, exactly. So, so he, he right. actually has those coverage skills. So I would, I would see how I could, you know, move him, you know, into the nickel. Um. Maybe, depending on, you know, what free agents and, you know, maybe what we might do in the draft. We may, you may try him on the outside to see if he can be out there on that island by himself, which, you know, if, if he's playing any any quarter, which you say he has in college at San Diego, what, San Diego State, I believe? Right, right. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's been on that island enough to where, you know, to some degree he can hold his own. So, I probably... I'd probably give him a shout out there to see how he can play. In fact, a perfect time to do that might be this weekend against the Browns. Right. And the Browns, are, uh, if y'all haven't heard, uh, they're struggling with injuries also. 
They lost exactly. they lost their top corner last week. Uh, Denzel Ward. So look for Julio Sanu or Ridley to break out this game. And also somebody's gonna have a monster game. Right. Somebody's gonna have a monster game. And don't count out Austin Hooper. <laughs> Austin Hooper is quietly having a career year, if y'all haven't noticed. So uh oh, yeah. One of those receivers are going to break out this game against Cleveland. Now, don't underestimate Cleveland because they fired their coach. They still have a talented offense, still have a talented defense. The only thing is they can't put it all together at once. And once they do, uh, going forward, they'll be kind of a dangerous team. Uh, But right quick, what should the Falcons have to look out for against Cleveland? person you left off on that defense and that's Jamie Collins who can also rush the quarterback so the Falcons will have to you know like you said chip block or pick up blocks and that's where Coleman comes into play in the passing game if they can get Coleman matched up on Collins he will have a big day I'm sure Collins 
not because he didn't want to pay him. That's one factor. But the other factor is uh, Landon Collins or Jamie, Jamie Collins, right. I should say, he struggles in coverage on linebackers, right. which a, a lot of Patriots linebackers have struggled with that over the years. So, right. you know, that's, that's a little tidbit, you know, for any of you guys out there kind of, you know, making your own mental notes on, you know, what could go on in the game. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, last question. I'm looking at the Falcons' schedule now. They have the Browns left, Cowboys, Saints, Ravens, Packers, Cardinals, Panthers, and Bucks. Now, me personally, I'm just going to say, you know, only two games that I see uh, that, you know, will give us a challenge, and that's uh, Green Bay and New Orleans, two of the top teams in the NFC. The other games are very wonderful. Uh, even the last two division games, I can see them taking. What are your thoughts on what you think they will look like down the stretch and what would their record be when they finish? So we got one, two. I'm, I'm, I'm counting the games right now. So we got eight games left. Right. Um, I, think, I, I think we can beat the Browns and the Cowboys, you know. Right. I, I think of course, as as we've done before, we're just gonna we're gonna try to put as much pressure on Dak Prescott in that Dallas game as possible. Um, New Orleans, that's always a toss toss up game. But the way I would head into that game is, you, you don't want to get swept by your division opponent, right? So I would lay everything on the line for that game to get that win. The Baltimore Ravens, defensively, they can cause a lot of problems for your offense. Agreed. Um, offensively, they can run the ball with uh, Alex Collins and Buck Allen. You know, those guys can run the ball. Uh, and you can get some pressure on Flacco. You can cause some issues with their passing game. But they have a very crafty veteran in Michael Crabtree. And if you don't pay attention on to him or if you sleep on him, you know, he can easily go, you know, 10 for a buck 20 and two touchdowns. I've seen him do it before. Um, also, John Brown, he can take the top off of any defense. So, you know, we, we definitely have to be on our P's and Q's second, as far as the secondary goes in that game because – we all know Flacco struggles, but the one thing he does have is a big arm, and right. he will throw it over your head as well. So definitely, that game, that game could be a little tricky. <sighs> Green Bay in Lambeau, I think we'll be up for that game as well. I you know, we, we we have a lot of success against them recently, although their roster has changed a little bit. I still think we could we could beat them even in Lambo. And you know, and you know what I like about that Green Bay matchup? They traded the best player they had on defense, which works out well for us with the three tight receiver that we have, and tight end, you know, that can catch. So um, and uh, a couple of green, a couple of other uh, Green Bay DBs got banged up last night, right? Against the uh, the Patriots, so you know, I, I haven't seen 
know, that'll be something to pay attention to, you know, when the end, the official injury report comes out later on this week. Right. But um, to finish the season against Carolina and Tampa, um, we definitely need to beat Carolina. Yeah. Now, the only thing I hate about those two games is they're both on the road. That's the tough part. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, I'd, I'd say, I'd say, out of, out of, out of this second half of the season, if we can go six and two would be great. Six yeah. and two. Yeah. Six and two would be awesome because six, six and two would put us at what ten and six. Yep. That's what we. That's what our record was last year. So, if we can get the ten and six, we be we be sitting good. Now, if we can, if we can go seven and one, that'd be great. That that'll be amazing. Seven seven and one is going to be a little difficult, but I, I think it, 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 it's still possible. But I, I, I'd say. We we to, to even feel more comfortable. I probably feel more comfortable after. Let let's say if we can if we can win the next four games. Right. I feel more comfortable after that Ravens game. If we if we won the next four games in a row, I feel a whole lot more comfortable about you know trying to get to eleven wins at that point. Yeah, that's true. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. But uh, as always, man, thank you for always joining me, man. You know, talking sports with me, man. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm definitely going to have you on again soon, man, because that SEC championship coming up, and we're going to talk trash all day about that. Uh, Man, it's (laughs) going to be a lot of stuff to talk about about that game coming up. Hey, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. But that's my boy, Marlon Malcolm. He always welcome to come on the show, man. But, uh, I appreciate it, bro. Hey, anytime, bro. That's Marlon Market. All right. We'll be back, folks, to the sports machine. That's our thoughts on the Falcons right there. But y'all listening to these tunes while we take this break, man. Hey, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. It's an all ATL show, so we just playing ATL music. Just got finished listening to my boy T.I. But uh, I want to thank again Marlon Malcolm for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, dude always got my back, man. When he want, we want to talk sports, I can always turn to that guy, man. But I got some quick thoughts before I get up out of here. I've been watching on social media about... Uh, the Falcons and, you know, how they run their organization, you know, how they draft, you know. People already looking to next year and this year ain't even over. All I got to say is take a chill pill to this season over. We'll worry about Robert Alpha in the offseason. We'll worry about Vic Beasley in the offseason. All that is in the future, man. Just chill out. Let this season finish out. And... Let the chips fall where they may. Now, a lot of, I, you know, I'm kind of anxious too. 
But I can wait because nobody knows what goes on in the free agency. Nobody knows who's going to, you know, enter the draft. None of that has even come up on the table yet. So let the college football season play out. Let the NFL season play out. And we'll worry about that then. Because, uh, hey, I got my thoughts on that, but I'll hold it to them. And that's just the way I'm going to, you know, speak on that. But also before I get out of here, I want y'all to catch me on uh, Twitter at uh, FatboySlim underscore 21. Instagram, A-N, the number 2-W-O-N. Uh, YouTube, Smitty Sports Machine. Uh, I'm finna fire that back up very soon. And uh, y'all can also catch me on the Sports Machine Facebook group. And I, I'm the head of that group. So uh, y'all come on in there and join the debate with us. And I also have a fan page for uh, Smitty Sports Machine where I put all my blogs, uh, videos, and podcasts. And my radio show that comes on on Tuesday night. On uh, Spreaker.com. And y'all can catch that uh, from 7 to 9 o'clock. I have a special guest, you know, special guest, you know, every now and then. You know, former football players, basketball players, you know, just people who play the game. And I love to talk sports with them. But y'all catch that on Saturday, I'm sorry, Tuesday nights, 7 to 9 o'clock. And y'all can dial that number to talk to me and the crew at 712 775-7035 and the pin code to get into the room is 619-688. Again, that's 712-775-7035 and the pin code to get in the room is 619-688. But those were our thoughts on the Atlanta Falcons. Marlon said they can get to 10 and 6. I think they can get to 10 and 6. Second half of the season, favorable schedule. And hey, we'll see how everything turned out. But until then, I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace. Looking for delicious homemade sweet potato pie and desserts? Then welcome to the Baker's Oven. Here we make sweet potato pie just like grandma used to make. Under the direction of Mr. Kevin Baker, we use fresh sweet potatoes from Mississippi. Our decadent recipes call for the finest spices, and every pie is made with love and whipped from scratch. Always fresh and never frozen, you can enjoy our original sweet potato pie, or you can enjoy it with pecans, peaches, crushed pineapples, and coconut, walnut, starting at just $12. Give us a call today at 678-431-6038. Looking for delicious homemade. Uh, yeah, that's my boy Kevin Baker. Baker's oven sweet potato pies. Hey, y'all check him out, man. He's trying to do, you know, do his thing, man. I'm trying to, you know, support him any way I can. And, uh, you know, I hope him much success, you know, in his endeavors. Uh, like I said, that's the Baker's oven sweet potato pies. Uh, straight out of Covington, Georgia, Mr. Kevin Baker. And also, man, if y'all got time, you know, weeknights from set from uh nine to eleven, 
Check out the show, Kicking It With Kev, the comment, man. You know, it's real talk, man. Straight uncut, raw uncut. So, y'all check my boy out, man. So, he trying to do his thing. If he ain't telling jokes, he baking pies. And, uh, hey, I'm going to try to support him any way I can. But, y'all keep listening to the music, and we'll be right back.